welcome to this podcast message from Kingdom Faith Church. such wonderful things for us today. And we pray, Lord, that the spirit of faith will be upon us. Faith will rise up within us to take hold of all for which you have taken hold of us. We thank you, Lord. you just grab a seat for a few minutes. You can either sit on the floor or if you're younger than me, you can do that or grab a chair, whichever you like. Now, this is about encounters, so I'm not going to do a long teaching, just a few minutes to tell you how we're going to encounter God tonight. <coughs> All of us want God to touch our lives. And we know that (coughs) whenever he does so, things happen to us and in us. But the key for God to touch our lives is for us to touch his life. That's why he bids us in the scripture (coughs) to draw near to him. So we're going to spend this evening touching God. And when you touch God, he touches you. You don't have to wait for him to touch you if you touch him first. So how do we touch God? By faith in the truth. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So it is by faith that it pleases him when we touch him. Now let me explain very briefly what this means. God has only one 
gift for us. And that is the gift of Christ Jesus himself. The Holy Spirit is given to reveal Jesus, to make Jesus known, to enable us to fulfill the command of Jesus to live in him so that he lives in us. That was the climax of the revelation he brought to the disciples. Abide in me, live in me. So we have in the revelation of Scripture so many descriptions of who he is. Just a few of those I'll mention now. When we pray, we'll be mentioning more of them. But I want you just to get hold of the principle. We want God to speak truth, to give us understanding of the truth. But what the scripture reveals is that he is the truth. So whatever understanding we have is less than who he is. He is the way, the truth, and the life. We want God to enable us to walk in the way that he wants us to go, but the scripture says he is the way. He is the truth. We want God to impart life to us, to touch us with his life, but you see, Jesus says he is the life. He is the resurrection and the life. We know that we are able to share in the risen life of Christ. But whatever we receive of the risen life of Christ is less than who he is as the resurrection. We perhaps only receive a tiny part of who he is. He is the resurrection because he has passed through death. And when he passed through death, he took us with him so that we pass through death and are able not only to receive a risen life, but to live in the resurrection life of Jesus. He is the bread of life. We want him to feed us day by day, give us today our daily bread. But whatever he feeds us with is less than who he is. He is the bread of life. And we could go on and on. He is not only your savior, he is, according to the scripture, your salvation. We thank God that he is the redeemer, but he's not just the redeemer, he is our redemption. We thank God for whatever wisdom he gives us, but that is nothing compared with the truth that 
He is our wisdom from God. Are you getting the point? He is absolutely everything. He is our all in all. And what God's purpose is, not just in these encounter evenings, but every day of our lives, is for us to touch him, to receive from him for who he is, and to understand that no matter what we experience, he is our all in all. He is the fullness of life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He is the bread that has come down from heaven. He is our salvation. He is our healing. You see, so often we try to get from God, from Jesus, what is, if you like, outside of him, an extension of him. So we try to get healing or we believe to receive healing from the Lord. And all the time he's saying, I am your healing. I am your salvation. Salvation is healing. I am. I am. I am. I am. Not I will be. I am. I am all in all today. I am the way. Your way today. I am your truth today. I am your life today. I am your love Whatever love you have received from him is but nothing compared with the fact that he is love. And his word is, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Abide, remain, live, rest in my love. Don't just think in terms of receiving a little bit of love and showing a little bit of that love to others. I am your love. You are living in me. And if you live in me, then I live in you. And that's why Paul says the secret of, uh, uh, is this Christ in you. But Christ can only be in you because you're in him. That's why Jesus says, abide in me and I in you. So we're going to draw near to him. We're going to get back into a flow of worship in a moment. And then we're going to touch him with our faith. It's like downloading from him and yet realizing that whatever we download from him is less than who he is and that what we're doing is living in who he is. If I live in his love, much more of his love will be revealed in my life. If I live in his life, more of his life will be revealed in my life. If I live in his healing as my health, my salvation, more of his health will be reflected in my life, and so on. So often you see Christians depend upon what they have received from him instead of depending upon him himself. There's all the difference in the world. If you depend upon what you receive from him, you're depending upon a minute part of him. But if you depend upon him, you depend upon all that he is. 
and all that he is, is yours. This is the inheritance that God has given you. This is what it means to be a co-heir with Christ. As Jesus said to the disciples, everything that belongs to the Father belongs to the Son, and all that belongs to the Son, the Holy Spirit makes known to you. So the Holy Spirit wants us, wants us tonight to touch, to receive, to embrace Christ, not just to worship him, as important as that is, because the whole heaven worships him. And you can't come into his presence without worshiping him. But in that place of worship, to enter more fully into who he is. He is your holiness. God's purpose is not to make you a little bit holy. His purpose is for Christ to be your perfect holiness. His purpose is not to give you righteousness, but for Christ to be your perfect righteousness. Not for him to give you a little bit of wisdom, but for Christ to be your wisdom. This is the amazing thing about God. Everything he is, the fullness of who he is, is his gift to you. He has already made that gift by giving Christ to live in you. So he's really saying to us, don't live dependent on the little bit that you have known and received and understand and have experienced. Get your focus on me. Fix your eyes on me, on who I am, and the fullness of my life that is yours in Christ. So let's come back into the middle and just get into that flow of worship again. There's no limit to what God can do in your life tonight. As you touch the fullness of who he is with your faith. It's like reaching out and saying, Lord, I reach out to take hold of your love. I thank you that you are my love. love of Christ in me to flow through my life because whatever love I have is nothing even the love I've received by the Spirit is nothing compared with the love of Christ himself and thank you Lord that as I touch you in your love so you will enable your love to be expressed in my life.
you believe in God now? Exercising your faith. your love. That his command and his invitation is abide, live in my love. Not just in a little bit that you receive. Live in me in the fullness of my love. says, I am the light of the world. Thank him that he is your light. The light of his glory shine through your life. Come on, reach out with your faith and touch that light. Lord, I take hold of you tonight because I want you to take hold of me. I take hold of your love for you are my love. I take hold of your light for you are my light. Jesus, you fill me with your light, the radiance of your glory, so that no darkness can persist in my life. That all darkness disappears, evaporates even at this moment as I take hold of your light just thank the Lord that his light cleanses you from all darkness from whatever is not of God. No sin can persist in the radiance of his light. Every bondage is broken by the power of his light. of my own. You and you alone are my 
righteousness. And I thank you that I am made perfectly righteous in your sight. Because my life is hidden with Christ in God, the righteous one. Thank you that in your righteousness, you deliver me from all unrighteousness. Thank you, Lord, that your righteousness has made me totally acceptable in your sight. That when you look upon me, you don't see me, you see your Son, Jesus Christ, because my life is in him. Thank you, Lord, that you never see me apart from Christ. You only ever see me in Christ, because that is where you have put me, as your beloved child. No matter how I feel, no matter what is going on in my life, you always see me in Christ. Made as acceptable to you as your own beloved Son is acceptable to you. Made one with you, even as the one in whom I live is one with you. Lord, my human wisdom is rubbish compared with your wisdom. And your word says that Jesus Christ is your wisdom, is the wisdom from God. I thank you, Lord, that I live in your wisdom. Every day, all day, 24-7, I live in your wisdom. You are my wisdom. You are my wisdom. Not the little bit of wisdom I have in my soul. You are my wisdom. Perfect wisdom. It's your word. I believe it. And I thank you, Lord. You want your wisdom to flow through my life. Your wisdom to be expressed in my life. I praise you for that, Lord. I don't want my silly little bits of wisdom to get in the way of your wisdom. Lord, I touch your wisdom tonight. And I thank you that your wisdom will be released more fully in my life as a result.
Lord, I have no holiness of my own. It doesn't matter how hard I try to be holy, I always end up by being unholy in some way or other. And Lord, if I depended upon my holiness, I would condemn myself to a life of constant failure. So I thank you that Jesus Christ, your beloved Son, is my righteousness and my holiness. Thank you, Lord. I don't live in any holiness of my own. That would be rubbish. I live in the holiness of your sovereign, of the sovereign Lord Jesus Christ. He is my holiness. I am sanctified, made holy in Christ according to your word. You have made me holy because I live in the Holy One. Thank you, Lord, as I depend upon your holiness. Whatever is unholy will not find expression in my life in the way that it used to. Thank you, Lord, for the perfect work that you've done for me in the Lord Jesus. Lord, I touch you tonight as my way. I'm not trying to make my way through life. You are the way. You are my way. And as I live in you, so you will carry me along that way and bring me to the fulfillment of everything that you have designed everything that you have planned, you will bring me into your eternal glory. Thank you, I don't have to make any way of my own. I don't have to try to create a purpose or a plan for my life. For you are the way. And I'm living in you. And you're living in me. Lord, I thank you that you are the truth. I'm touching your truth. I'm not touching just truths about you. I'm touching the one who is the truth tonight. I'm touching you, Lord Jesus, with my faith as the truth that sets me free. For you are my freedom.
I have no freedom apart from you. There is no truth apart from you. And I'm not depending upon a little bit of understanding that I have of your truth. I'm depending upon you as the truth. Thank you, Lord, that as I walk in the truth, you will not allow me to be deceived or to depart from the truth. But I will live in the truth because I live in you and the truth will live in me because you live in me. And I praise you, Lord. You've done it all from start to finish. It's all your grace. There's nothing left for me to do except to live in you and to allow you to live in me and express your life, your love, your truth. Lord Jesus, you are my power. I have no power apart from you. My human power is as nothing compared with your divine power. Tonight I'm touching your power. I'm reaching out with faith and touching your power that more of your power will be manifested in my life. More of your power will touch my life. More of your power will flow out of my life to touch the lives of other people with your power. Thank you. This is your will for all of your children. Every single one that's born again. Every single one who belongs to your kingdom. Lord, along with your power, I'm touching your authority. I'm submitting myself wholeheartedly, spirit, soul, and body to your authority. And I thank you, Lord, that your authority will be expressed in my life. I have no authority of my own. Only the authority that comes from you. I thank you that you want me to pray with authority, speak with authority, act with authority in your name for your glory. Thank you that this is your will for all your children. Lord, you are the bread of life, the bread that came down from heaven. Only you can satisfy me. No other kind of bread can satisfy me. Only the bread of life can give me that sense of fulfillment. My fulfillment is in you, Lord Jesus. Not in anything I do, 
or anything that I want to do. For you are the bread of life in my life. All my fulfillment is in you. And I praise you. Lord, your word reveals that you are my peace. I have no peace apart from you. But in you is the peace that is beyond all understanding that will keep my heart and mind in the knowledge of you. I thank you for that total sense of well-being I have because I live in you. Thank you that as I abide in you and in your peace, the devil cannot rob me of that peace. No one else, no matter what they say, what they do, can rob me of that peace. No circumstance, no challenge, no problem can undermine that peace. For you are my peace. And I reach out and take hold. I touch that peace afresh tonight. Thank you, Lord. You don't mind how much I touch you and how many of these dimensions of your life that I activate by faith in my life. As far as you're concerned, the more the better. The more I live in the fullness of who you are, the better you like it. And the more fruit and the more you will be able to work in and through my life for your glory. Lord, you are my joy. I have no true lasting joy apart from you, outside of you. Because you are always the same, yesterday, today, and forever, you are always my joy. I can rejoice in you always, not if I depend upon my own natural joy or my own natural reaction to situations and circumstances. But if I live in you and I know you to be my joy, I will rejoice in you always. Always. For you are always my joy. Even in the midst of great adversity and challenge, you are my joy and my peace. And I am in you. Lord, you are my healing. Not just my healer. 
but my healing. Not just my Savior, but my salvation. Because I live in you, I live in my healing. And because you live in me, my healing lives in me. Your healing lives in me. So Lord, I realize what a mistake I make. Every time I try to get healing from you, instead of living in the healing and believing that your healing lives in me so disease cannot persist. Not only the healer is in me, but the healing is in me. If that is my faith. Because it's all by faith. You say, according to your faith, it will be done to you. So thank you that you are my healing. I live in my healing and my healing lives in me because I live in you and you live in me. Lord, this gospel is so much more wonderful than ever I realized. You've done so much more for me than ever I have really known. But I praise you that you're opening my eyes tonight to see, to know, to understand more fully what you have done in taking hold of my life and putting me in your beloved Son. and he and me. Thank you that your word declares I lack no good thing. I can't lack anything good if I have Christ in me and if I'm living in Christ Jesus. Thank you that your word declares that I have come to the fullness of life that is in Christ. I don't have a little bit of his life. I really do not have just a little bit of blessing. I don't have what is partially Him. I have the fullness of who He is, the fullness of His healing, the fullness of His holiness, the fullness of His truth, the fullness of His love, the fullness of His life, the fullness of His power, the fullness of His authority, the fullness of His joy, the fullness of His peace, the fullness. I have the fullness. It's Your Word and I believe it. And I thank you, Lord, that I live in the fullness of the Lord Jesus Christ, and his fullness lives in me. Just begin to thank the Lord. You can thank him for other things that he says. Hallelujah.
but just thank him for that fullness of life. You might need to say to the Lord, Lord, I realize tonight I've only been living partially in what has been possible because I haven't really, well, you, it's up to you what you say. I haven't really understood. I haven't really known. I haven't really believed that I have all that fullness. But just be honest with him. Let's clear the decks. Get all that past stuff forgiven. God says now, the past is behind you. What matters is that you as an individual and you as kingdom faith are living in the fullness of who I am. You don't have to wait for an experience. You simply have to believe. There's no experience. There's no experience that makes these things true. They are true before you experience anything. God isn't going to give you a thrill down the spine so that you believe it. It's believing the revelation of his word, the revelation of truth. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's open our mouths and begin to praise him. Now, because he is your love, he gives you a love for what he loves and enables you to hate what he hates. He loves righteousness, hates sin. Loves what is right and good. Can you understand? He's your goodness. He is your mercy. We could go on and on all night. He is so much. He's, he's everything. So. He is all. He is your all. Whatever you have apart from him isn't even worth mentioning. This is your identity. This is who you are. Can you see you can live as one of two people? You can live as someone who thinks of himself outside of Christ and all his fullness and just look to him to bless and to do this and to do that and to answer your prayer. Or you can live the new life as the new person that he's made you, as the one who is in Christ. You've just got to decide which one is going to live. The conventional Christian or the Christian who understands and is full of faith in who God has made him and where God has put him or her. You've got the choice. What God is saying to us tonight is it's time to stop living in the partial things that you have received and to live in the fullness of who I am. If you want to understand revival, what I'm talking to you about tonight, my friends, is revival. It's living in the fullness. That's all revival is. It's just living in the fullness of who Christ is. We're not going to wait for revival anymore. 
we're going to live in it. We're going to live in the fullness. And as we live in the fullness, so we're going to see multiplication. We're going to see harvest. We're going to see God's abundance because he is our abundance. In Christ is abundance. You can't have anything less than abundance in Christ. If we're living in Christ, then we live in his abundance. Come on now. Let's praise him and thank him for that. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord. Don't look at yourself. Don't look at yourself. Keep your focus on Jesus. That's what the word says. Not I, but Christ. Not I, but Christ. Not I, but Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, because I live in Christ. Hallelujah. Balandaria zato bafakalazituri sandaria leto papaparazandra. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want to hear some praise here. Oh, I want to hear voices. So thankful to God. So thankful to the Lord. Karalabasoturi sandaria leto papaparazandri sandra. Hallelujah. So, beloved, don't hold on to anything of self. Don't hold on. Don't hold on to anything that has been. Just hold on to Jesus. He is your life. He is your all. Friday you will live in the fullness of life. Saturday you will live in the fullness of life. Sunday you will live in the fullness of life. Next month you will live in the fullness of life. Next year you will live in the fullness of life. Until your dying day, when you depart this earth, you'll be living in the fullness of life. You've done with living in partial, partial in that life. That's the past. Now you live in the fullness, and the fullness will live in you. Hallelujah. Now, there's two important things that God wants to do in us tonight as a result of this truth that He holds us in. Because he is our love, we will love him with all our heart, mind, soul, strength. Not, see, it's, it's not us trying to love him. He even gives us the love for Jesus. that we will love him beyond anything that we have known in the past. If you, if, I don't care 
how mature you are, how long you've been a Christian, how much you think you know, if you're touching the love of God with your faith tonight, there will be a greater love for Jesus in your life as a result. Every time you touch him with your faith, more happens in you. So thank him for a greater love. Greater love for God, your Father. Greater love for Jesus, your Savior. Greater love for the Holy Spirit who leads and guides you. Makes Jesus known to you. so you will now have a greater love for one another. When Jesus gave this revelation, live in me and I in you, he gave the new commandment, you are to love one another as I have loved you. So thank him now that you will have a greater love for your fellow saints. Not only in the congregation here, but for all your brothers and sisters in Christ, even those you may disagree doctrinally with, they're still your brothers and sisters in Christ. God wants you to love them with his love. And the second thing that he wants to do right now There's always a so that in everything that God does. Why has he put you in Christ and Christ in you? You could say because he loves you and that's true. You could say because he's called you and that's true. But what has he called you to do? Make Jesus known. You know him to make him known. And to make him known, God gives his love to you for lost souls. Those who at this moment are hell-bound those who are facing a Christless eternity, those who need to be rescued, those who need to be saved. God only sends revival where there is a passion for souls to be saved, a passion, not just, oh, that's a good idea, passion. God wants that, his passion, to see the blood of Jesus availing for the lives of more and more sinners all over Horsham, Crawley, Worthing, Burgess Hill, 25 mile radius and beyond. 
God is going to take us into all kinds of new evangelistic initiatives in the coming months. Because that's the desire of our hearts. And he calls all heaven to rejoice over every sinner who repents. And because we're part of that kingdom of heaven, we too rejoice with Jesus over every sinner that we hear who repents, over every backslider who comes back to him. So can we pray now together? Can we agree together as the body of Christ in this place? Lord, give us more souls for your glory. People that will come out of darkness into your glorious light. People that are just living by fear. People who have no purpose, no direction. People that are feeling desolate, lost, lonely. Those that are trapped in wrong relationships. Those that are trapped in addiction. Of whatever kind. Lord, give us more. Give us more. that we will see them saved, we will nurture them, we will disciple them, we will love them, we will appreciate them, and they will then go and make disciples. I can't hear, I can't hear enough amens here. Uh, you know, I think we just need to be affirming this, don't you? Come on, you pray it, you pray it for yourself. Pray it for yourself. It doesn't mean that Everyone's going to become an evangelist, but we're all witnesses. And there needs to be that longing in the heart of the church to see more people saved, not just making casual, superficial commitments or statements, but disciples, making disciples. Come on, let's pray in the spirit. Karabakatiri aletuga, papa parazato papa kalasita di sandoma, papa papa parazato kalasota ba, ora tapari aleto kalasota di sandari aleto papa papa razandri sandama, papa parazato papa kalasita di sandari aleto papa papa razando Palandaria zeto kolozotri sandaria leto papa papa razandoma. Paralabaria leto kolozotri sandaria leto papa papa razandoma. Papa parazato papa kolozitri sandaria lenoma. Ora tapari leto kolozotri sandaria leto papa papa razinoma. Palandaria zato papa kolozitri sandaria leto papa papa razandoma. Basta calaria lero papacalasitri sandaria lena masundama. Brandaria lato corazotri sandaria lero papaparazandama. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. God is going to put various tools in your hand to help you to make Jesus known to others, but talk about that another time. Things that are being prepared at this moment. So we thank you, Jesus. We praise you, Lord.
Hallelujah. Come on, let's let's just spend the last few minutes praising God. Thanking Him so much. Can you understand why He wants you so close to Him on the throne? If you live in Him and He in you, He wants you close to Him. Hallelujah. Come on, let's praise the Lord.
for victory that means you're anointed for victory that means you're anointed for victory because you have the anointed one in you you are anointed therefore you're not a victim but a victor you're an overcomer you're a person of breakthrough a person who releases the presence the life and the power of God because that's what the anointing is the anointing is it's not just what it does the anointing is life it is freedom it is power it is authority it is the breakthrough the anointing on your life Jesus the anointed one is in us is in you is in me is in us as a people therefore you don't have to settle for anything less than God's best you don't have to settle for anything that does not line up with God's Word, with, that doesn't line up with His will. You don't have to settle for anything less because the Word is anointed, because Jesus is anointed and He is the Word. Therefore, the Word of God in your life is anointed. So when God speaks, He speaks of the anointing into your life. When you get a hold of the Word, and you believe it, you speak it, you live it. You are believing in the anointing on the Word. You're believing in the life of the anointing, Jesus. You're believing that the Word has power in your life and through your life and through who we are because the anointing is Him in us and He is the Word. He's the living Word. Therefore, the anointing is it's not just a thing, it's the living Word, it's the living Jesus. The anointing is alive because the anointing is a person. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. You are anointed. <laughs> You're anointed with the Holy Spirit and power. You're anointed with the Holy Spirit and power. What did Jesus do? He was anointed with the Holy Spirit and power. And he went around doing good 
and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. Why? It says because God was with him. We are in Christ, He is in us. We abide in Him and He abides in us. We remain in Him and He remains in us. Therefore, we live with Him and He lives in us. Therefore, He has anointed us to go around healing all the sick, all those who are oppressed of the enemy. Why? Because God is with us. He's anointed us with His Holy Spirit and with power. Wow. He anoints us with His love so that we don't look at each other. We don't look at anybody with preference or or favour because of who they are or what they do or what they might mean to us. The Bible says God is no respecter of persons. He loves because He is love. And His love is in us. He's anointed us with love. So that when we look at people, when we're with people, it's His love in us that loves them. And when that takes place, which is in a moment, it's there. Because the love is within you, within us. So that in that moment, you might say, hey, I've got a word for you. And you might not have anything at all. But because His love wants to reach in and speak into somebody's life, because His love wants to come in and reveal something of who He is. You might be with somebody, you just prompted, hey, I've got a word for you. I believe God wants to say something to you. And you might not have anything. They're like, all right. And then you're just saying, this is what I see. This is what I believe God's saying to you. That happened to me recently somewhere. Somebody said, hey, I've got a word for you. And they then began to prophesy over me. And it was so accurate. They never met me, didn't know me. Got chatting with them. I said, how, how, do, you, how do you operate? Just out of interest, I was asking. And he, he kind of he said some stuff. And he, and he said what I've just said to you. And, and as I was sitting there, I, I, I said, Father, I thank you for your love for, for this guy right now. And as I said that, I said, hey, I've got a word for you. I didn't have anything. And he goes, I said, did you get many words and do you receive much from other? He goes, not really. He said, but I'm constantly giving out words, praying for the sick. They're getting healed. And I'm seeing people saved, leading people to the Lord. He said, I, I just go around saying, God, thank you for your love for this person. Thank you for your love. Thank you for the release. And then just God gives me stuff. And, and, uh, and as I was sitting there, I said, God, thank you for your love for this, for this man, this guy right now. And then I said, hey, I've got a word for you. He didn't have anything. And he goes, oh, brilliant. And then straight away, I saw some stuff and began to prophesy over him, give him some words and everything. And he said, wow, that is so, so confirming. That is so encouraging. And then there was somebody else in another setting. This guy was standing next to me somewhere. And I just had this sense of, oh, Clive, I want to speak to him. So I nudged him and said, hey, I've got a word for you. And I uh, didn't have anything. Turned to this guy and began to speak to him. And, and, and again, he was like, that is so, that's just, wow, that is so confirming. Thank you. That is like blown me away and everything. How can we do that? Because we have the anointing. We have the anointed one. We have the one who is the word, who is life, his healing, his power. 
We want to unstop that well. We want to unstop that well of release in that way. So there's a river that flows. And and how does a river flow? Well, you unstop it and it begins to flow and it increases the flow. And then it and so therefore you begin to do this. You begin to release something and suddenly you find there's a, a river. So it moves, it might at first be a little trickle. Oh, I, 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 I might try that and see what happens. And then it's like, wow, actually. God did something and then that trickle becomes a bit of a flow that flow then becomes a river that river then begins to move powerfully because we get into a flow of something in our lives how many of you want to move like that operate like that very simple it's not weird it's not out there it's not tomorrow next week it can be right now and it's just take, it's, it's stepping out don't worry about oh well, what happens if I get it wrong or right don't worry about that God's bigger than that God is bigger than that we, we all prophesy in part, but God's big enough that whatever we say is going to bless someone, even if it's not totally all there. We're not, we're not telling people their futures in terms of they're going to go to Timbuktu and do this. We're just bringing God's word in them to reveal who he is to them in that moment, whether saved or unsaved. You might end up praying for them to lead them to the Lord. You might pray for them to see him healed. What about living a life like that, where any given moment, Father, I thank you. You might be at work and you, there's, a, there's a lunch break and you just sit with one of your work colleagues and you sit there and go, Father, I thank you for your love for this person right now. And then you might say to them, hey, can I just share something with you? And they might be like, yeah, all right. And you say, well, I, I, you know, they might know you're a Christian, they might not. You say, hey, I'm a Christian. I, I, I just believe God wants to share something with you. Or, or I've got something on my heart I believe God wants to say to you. And that might sound a bit weird, but I just want to share something. And then just go for it, really normal, really down, and see what God does. God's called us to a life of faith. And faith takes steps. And it's only when you take that step, the Word is a lamp to our feet, and a light to our path and it's only when you take that step that that step lights up because it says his word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path so the path only lights up when we walk by faith it doesn't light up because God has spoken and we're like shall I shan't I shall I shan't I the light's going to come on when you then go right I'm going to and you'll see God move so how many of you want to see that raise your hands if you want to just really simple it's not like a we need a big ministry moment but just raise your hand and say Father I'm available I thank you that you've given me your love already and I thank you that when I'm with people even tonight before I leave the building uh, you can have a go at this in a minute as soon as we finish and tomorrow at work or wherever I'm doing out and about whoever I'm with wherever I'm going thank you for your love for people Holy Spirit would you remind me in the moment to ask you to, 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 Father, I thank you for your love for this person right now. Hey, can I share something with you? See what God gives you. He'll give you a download. Just keep it simple, though. And you never know, one sentence could break somebody in the right way. It could cause them to start weeping. It can put God's finger right on the spot in their life. It can bring release, freedom. Jesus, I thank you for the anointing of your Holy Spirit that is upon us already. The anointing of love. The anointing of your word. The anointing to operate prophetically. The anointing to operate in your power. To move in your power. 
praise your name. We thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you for an acceleration of stories, an acceleration of testimonies. Hey, look what God did. Did I want to tell you what God did. This is what God did. This is what God did. How many of you want stories, stories of what God did, what he's doing? Thank you, Jesus. Father, I praise your mighty name. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for the lives in these next two or three days that are going to be affected, impacted by every one of us in this room, in those moments where we have to take a step of faith, maybe grit our teeth a bit and say, here it goes. But we thank you that you're bigger than the moment. You're bigger. You'll turn up. You'll do something. We thank you, Jesus. Jane was praying the other day, and my wife, and uh, she just she kept saying to me over a couple of days, I know I've got to, um, we've just got to invite our neighbours around, we've just got to invite our neighbours around, we've just got to pray for them, we've got to pray for them. And, um, and I said, okay, you know, and then the other morning, she just felt the Lord say, oh, go around there, go around there now. So she went around, knocked on the door, and um, the, the, the lady who lives next door opened the door, and, and Jane said, hi, how do you know? I just thought I'd come around, and the lady said, oh, come in, come in, come in. And they went in and had a cup of tea, and this lady then started saying what was going on in her body and what she'd been diagnosed with, and it's not, not good in the natural on one level. And, um, and Jane said, hey, can I pray for you? Now they know we're Christians and everything and we have talked to them about the Lord and that. And she said, oh yeah, yeah. And so Jane said, can I lay hands on you? Can I pray for you? And so Jane prayed for her. And But it was prompted a few days before that, hey, go and pray for your name. Go, you've got to pray for them. And I'm like, all right. And then, so she's ended up praying for her and then she's going to have a, a, another scan and, and check up and everything. So, we said we want to we want to know what's happened. We want because we believe God wants to heal you, and 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 she obviously shared more than that with her in the moment. But God wants to lead us by Spirit. He wants to lead us into people's lives. He wants to lead us because God loves people. He loves people. He loves people. He loves people. He loves people. So Father, I thank you. In my own heart tonight, I say, God, I, I want you to soften my heart more so that your love flows, your love flows, your love flows. Deal with preferences and different things that go on in, in, in me at different times and all of that. Father, forgive me for restricting you, for blocking that well of love up and just unstop that well tonight. Just unstop it now so that your love can flow. Your love can flow, Jesus. Those are, these are the wells. There's loads of wells that have been unstopped. Unstop. What the amazing spectrum of stuff Pastor Colin was leading us in tonight. It's loads of wells being unstopped. Loads of different wells in our lives to release the truth of what that well represents. The life of what that well represents. The power of what that life represents. Oh, the release of what each of those aspects of truth represented. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let's give God a great shout of praise. Let's thank Him, shall we? Let's thank Him for who He is. Thank you for what He's doing amongst us. Thank you for what He is releasing in a fresh way. We praise Your name. We thank You, Lord. We praise Your awesome name, Your mighty name, Your great name, Jesus. We thank You, Lord. We praise Your name. Thank You, Lord. Thank You, Lord.
praise your name, your mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Just say to yourself, I am blessed beyond measure. Turn to somebody else, look them in the eye, go and find somebody and say, you are blessed beyond measure. Okay, so whatever God's been doing in you, take it and release it. Because that's how you see things grow and develop in your life. So take it and release it. Amen. Thank you for listening to this Kingdom Faith podcast. We trust it's been an encouragement to you. For more information and resources from Kingdom Faith and our other audio and video podcasts, please visit www.kingdomfaith.com.